Hello, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Live Free Podcast, where we talk about living a life of freedom, expansion, and rest in Christ Jesus. I am so excited because today is the day uh, we're going to be talking about deliverance, and we're going to be talking about deliverance from a practical and spiritual standpoint. Um, so I'm excited about the uh, broadcast today, and I'm excited about sharing my personal experiences with deliverances. Um, I have taught deliverance. I have wrote manuals on deliverance. I've read well over 300 books uh, pertaining to spiritual warfare, deliverance, uh, healing, um, all kinds of um, whatever the Holy Spirit would lead me to over the course of years. Um, so I'm excited to come before you today to actually um, minister and to share with you my experience uh, with deliverance and just give today I want to give the overall foundation of what deliverance is and what does it mean and what is it all about. Um, we have to be so careful that when we are speaking about the things of God that we do not get too mystical or spooky or way up there in the clouds um, because truly deliverance for the believer should be a part of everyday life. Um, and when I say that, I'll explain more as I, you know, go through this uh, teaching on deliverance, but it should not be a thing where I've been around um, so many different types of people in this walk. And it gets to the point where some people don't want to be bothered <laughs> with talking about these type of things because of the way it is presented and misrepresented on behalf of Jesus. So today I'm just going to come in the most humble way I can come in, in love and compassion, but with authority, but with uh, my personal testimony, because I believe that the more relatable things are, the more it is received um, from other people. So the more relatable it is and the more uh, real it is and more, you know, it's received in a a better way. Therefore, it's taken in and then you want to learn more and you want more information versus you hearing it and it being so mystical, spooky, and and real super deep that people run the other way. Because even me, you know, sometimes when I'm hearing different things and hearing teachings from <laughs> different people, it's like, okay, I want to turn off the TV. I want to skip the channel. I don't want nothing to do with this. You know, so today I'm just going to come in um, with the compassion of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, uh, the Trinity. And I'm going to come with the authority that God has given me and has commissioned me to do greater work. So um, we're going to start off today. And I have my notes over here, so I'll be looking to the side a little bit over here. Um, we're going to start off today uh, with talking about deliverance, and um, I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit have his way, because if you know prayer and deliverance and think the things of God, it's all about letting God have his way uh, with whatever he wants to talk about and however he wants to move. And so we just, Lord, we just, Holy Spirit, we just give you free reign. Um, you are invited. You are welcome into this uh, broadcast, into this teaching. 
And Lord, we just thank you, Lord, all of you, none of me, and that we will just go with the flow of the Holy Spirit and that God will be glorified. God will be glorified and that the people of God will be receptive to the word of God and that the captives will be set free because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, there is liberty, and there is expansion. So I know that God is going to do some great and powerful and mighty things, supernatural things in this, in this teaching. So let's get started. Let's get into it. Okay, so let's start with, first of all, the definition of deliverance. Okay, so what is deliverance? Deliverance is simply, to, to put it the most simplistic way, and I'm all about simplicity, but I'm all about uh, clarity as well, you know. And uh, the most simplistic way to put the definition of deliverance is to be set free is to be rescued, is to be um, bondages, to be broken. Um, that's what it means to be delivered, to be delivered from what you may say. Well, deliverance comes in a very many forms and it also comes, um, we also do deliverance in different ways. And I'm just going to go and share as God give me to share. Um, I have some notes so I can stay on track, but at the same time, I'm going to let God move how he wants to move. So, it just means to be rescued or set free, um, you know, when you receive salvation, uh, redemption, um, the blood of Jesus, uh, it breaks yokes of bondages. And what is bondage? Bondage is anything that keeps you bound, that keeps you away from God, anything. So that's why we don't want to really, I'm going to name a few things, but anything can be considered as a bondage if it moves you away from God. And I'm going to talk about the things that sometimes it's hard to talk about with people um, that people don't want to talk about because sometimes your bondage could be a spouse or your bondage could be a friend. Your bondage could be uh, an addiction. You know, your bondage could be your children. So that's why we don't want to box the Holy Spirit in because some I have seen bondages on so many levels. And I have been set free and still being set free every single day. So when you minister deliverance, as I have, the first, the first thing that happens is that word comes from me first. So whoever's bringing the word, that word is for the person who's speaking it. So it's not like, oh, they need deliverance. They need deliverance. We all need deliverance and we all need to be continually learning, continually being set free, delivered. Because we are flawed individuals. We were born into sin. Um, not to say we intentionally sin and we habitually sin, because that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that some things we were born into, like generational curses, and that's a form of bondage as well. So that's what deliverance is. And basically the, the uh, thing with deliverance is, it's different levels to uh, deliverances and uh, supernatural realms that you will go in for deliverance, depending on your situation and what the issue is. So my journey started back and I'm just today laying the foundation and I know this is going to be more than one part. So I'm going to lay the foundation. I won't be before you long because there will be a second part to this. But my journey started back in 2000, guys, and I can kid you not, that was before I even knew I was called to deliverance. I did not know why things were happening the way they were happening. 
uh, for me when I uh, first rededicated my life back to God in 2000. Got saved when I was um, young, of course, went to church, grew up in church, but didn't know God in a personal way, the way I knew him when I got saved at the age of uh, 30. So I got saved back in 2000. And um, yeah, I gave away my age. It's all good though. I'm good. It's good. It's all good. But I got I got saved in 2000 and did not know um, for years that this was my calling, uh, my mantle, my commission. Um, so back when it all started for me back in 2000, I basically was. Um, Praying and I, and how it started for me was, of course, God saved. But then I started, um, didn't realize Daniel prayed three times a day. But I started, you know, doing my prayer in the morning, my prayer on my lunch break in my car, my prayer in the evening. Had to pray three times a day before I even got to the part in the Bible where I even knew anything about Daniel. So prayer is going to always be first and foremost, first and foremost, the undergirding of uh, de deliverance minister or deliverance in and, in and of itself. Um, to be delivered, what's that, what does that mean? As my journey progressed and as I went forward in the things of God and I would go to these um, different conferences and I would read my Bible, I mean, I would just like be eating the word of God. Like, I mean, it was like I could not get enough. Um, so what God was doing in me was he was building the foundation um, the foundation for a period of time. And I would have to say, I did not know until 2009. Although when I prayed, I knew when I prayed, it was a different type of prayer. It was a lot of spiritual warfare when I prayed um, because that's just the way God created me. And that's just the way I prayed. Uh, no special thing, you know, I, you know, just doing me. So Deliverance. What is it? Deliverance is being set free and rescued from demonic oppression, from demonic influence, from demonic bondage. Um, and so you may ask, uh, uh, can a Christian have a demon? Um, I've mentioned this before on another podcast. A Christian can have whatever they want to have. Let me say this. It is no slaves in the kingdom of God, right? God gives us free will, guys. And if you want to be addicted to heroin, cocaine, I mean, if you want to be a prostitute, in other words, it's not God's will, but he, that thing that you're indulging in will attach itself to you if you do it. So to say, can a Christian have it now? Can a Christian be demon possessed? Meaning demon possession, meaning their spirit, right? Their spirit man. If you are a saved, born-again believer, no, you cannot be demon-possessed, but you can be demonically influenced and in bondage big time, which still ultimately will cause you to get into other things and to be, um, you know, oppressed. But can, God, God is, your, the spirit of God lives in you once you get saved. That's, that's first and foremost. Now, where do the demons dwell? They dwell in the emotions, the body, the soul, and the emotions, okay? Not in the spirit. So your body, mind, and soul uh, and your emotions is where all of the warfare and all the craziness, you know, come from. This is why, because we are born again believers, we have the spirit of God on the inside of us. It is most important to build up your spirit man 
And building up your spirit man requires different weapons of war um, that you would use that um, as the Holy Spirit would lead you. I always say, don't get boxed in. Don't get boxed in in terms of in a routine or ritual. Because sometimes God will tell you to do some off-the-wall things to get free from certain bondages. And it may seem crazy to the to the regular mindset, you know, your mind, but to the spirit, God is, may tell you to do something. So don't ever get boxed in when it comes to being set free, when it comes to deliverance, when it comes to um, spiritual warfare. Because the very thing you think you shouldn't do is probably the very thing you should do if God instructs you to do it. So I'm going to give you some examples. So some examples for me, guys, you know, being a babe in Christ, we are totally, when you're new to the things of God, you don't really understand how everything operates and how it works and um, and what's going on. And, you know, so in my beginning of my walk back in 2000, when I tell you I... Um, moved in with a friend of mine. Um, she was actually gotten saved. And it was so funny how it all happened because it seemed like when I got saved, it seemed like it was a domino effect that everybody who I hung out with, boom, 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 boom. It was like God saved us all. And like, it was like a domino effect, domino effect. And I'm not just talking about like, I confess Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I'm talking about a radical change. A change where you didn't want nothing to do with the world system and nothing to do with the world. And in fact, it's, it's, it was like when we first all got saved, it was a lot of us. And when we first all got saved, it was kind of like we was all hanging out together, you know. So we was like, oh, we say we can live together. You know, we all we believe in God and we love talking about God. We church. We was in church all week, three times a day. It was, it was everything God in the beginning. And God, what he was doing it was he was building a foundation. He was building the foundation. Um, so in that, um, we would, everything was a demon, right? <laughs> so it, it, it came with a lot of knowledge and a lot of teaching and a lot of guidance and a lot of, I learned so much, guys. And I'm telling you, I looked at, didn't look at the world the same, but because I was such a babe in Christ, I did not have any balance and I did not have any um a guidance in terms of I had church because I was in church, you know, I was a part of ministry and all that good stuff. But everything we looked at was a demon, you know. So everywhere we went, everything that happened, we attributed to something spiritual, you know, no balance. So uh one night um I was with my friend moved in with a friend, my roommate, and I actually my son, I have a son, and so he was young at the time and she was like, uh, it's a demon in my room, you know, and in, in her room, she, we are praying and pleading the blood of Jesus and we got the anointing oil and it was something, I could, there are no words to even describe what we were doing um, in terms of um, just rebuking and fighting and stomping the floor. And I mean, it was all this emotional stuff things going with it because in in our minds we think and you fight you fight but we're using the fight how we used to fight in the world with you know stomping the floor if we scream and if we say it loud and if we do that do it this way then it's gonna leave well it still happened but at the same time it was like over a period of time a period of years I realized that the fight 
is only as long as you think it's going to be, okay? The fight comes by, the fight, the, the victory comes by faith and it comes by the word of God. That's the only thing that can destroy the enemy is the word of God. There's nothing emotional. There's nothing that you can do physically. It's all about Jesus and his word. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, rightly dividing soul and spirit. So you have to, first of all, know your authority, know your position, know that the word of God works with faith, that even if you don't see anything, you have to know that it already happened by faith, because this is a faith walk. And it's either you believe the word or you don't believe the word. It's nothing that Anyone can do to kind of convince you. The Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you into all truth. He's the one that's going to be the revealer of secrets. He's the one that's going to be revealing strategies and, and things and, and how you are to pray and how you are to war and how you and what you need to say and how you need to say it to people so that they can receive it. So not, it, I can go on and on and on, but I'm a shortness. Um, so to make a long story short, it came with time. And after I moved out of that apartment, I didn't realize how much warfare, to make a long story short, we was re she was rebuking an air mattress that had a bubble in it. She thought it was a demon. See, you see what I'm saying? So to make a long story short, it, com it comes with levels. And, and I'm going to say this, <clears throat> and I'm going to list a few things um, about deliverance. I'm going to say a few things about it. First and foremost, when we're talking about deliverance, we're going to be talking about, first and foremost, deliverance is the children's bread. Jesus said in Matthew 15 and 21 through 28, deliverance is the children's bread, meaning it is our born again right as a believer to be set free from the yoke of bondages. All of the bondages that came from just being born into the world, because it could be a generational curse. <clears throat> all the bondages, <clears throat> excuse me, and the things that we go through um, before we come to Christ, and even uh, even during our walk of Christ, all the things that we go through and the bondages that uh, things that happen, um, things come upon us, and things that we have no clue. Sometimes we don't even know we're in spiritual warfare. But let me just say this: just because you don't know or believe that um, demon possession or demon um, um, is our real, it, it's not going to make it any less or any, it's not going to make things go away, okay? In this world, you will have trouble, but Jesus said, take heart, I have overcome the world. So not believing in something doesn't, doesn't make it go away or not wanting to deal with something doesn't make it go away. You have to understand whether you are a believer or a non-believer, you are still under attack. You are still a target. It doesn't matter because what God created, the enemy hates, period. There's no way around it. So you either can go in with the victory or you can go in living in defeat. And it's, it's, it's just that simple. And even if you don't want to fight, you're in a fight whether you want to fight or not. So <laughs> I say all this to say that deliverance is um, the children's bread and it's for the people of God. Um, so steps to deliverance, let's talk about it. So, um, the first step I would say is salvation. 
casting out demons and like Jesus said these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons you know they will heal the sick they will raise the dead these signs should follow those that believe so the first step is salvation because it is the children's bread meaning children of God um, so right now if you're not saved and if you want to be a part of the kingdom of God and you want to be set free from the yoke of bondage and set free from eternal hell, judgment and damnation, you want to, if you want to give your heart and your life to God, um, we can just simply pray a prayer right now. Um, and I can pray with you. If you're not sure, if you're not sure of your walk, if you're not sure if you are saved, you're not really sure. You think you are, but you, you don't know for sure. We can say that. You can also join in the prayer. And I just want to pray real quick with you guys because salvation start. I mean, deliverance starts with salvation um, because it's, it's a dangerous thing to cast out demon out of a person that is not a child of the king. Because that's a that's another issue all in in and of itself. So I just want to pray, um, Heavenly Father, if you want to repeat after me, we come to you in the name of your Son Jesus. Um, not sure if we're saved. Some people are not sure if they're saved. Some people are saved, or some people are in the backslidden state and they want to return to you. So Lord, we just pray right now. We just lay everything down at your feet that we are and that we not. And I just pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that is looking to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and as a friend and as a deliverer and as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords that is tired of being sick and tired, Jesus. Today, we just come right now and we lay our life down. They lay their life down. And so just repeat after me, Lord, I lay my life down. I give it to you. Take my life and do something with it. I believe that you were um, died for my sins and that I was um, and, and that you died and that you rose again on the third day and that you have come to set me free, Jesus. I receive you wholeheartedly and I thank you, Lord, right now in Jesus name that I am saved because I confess it with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you rose from the dead and that you saving me from all of my sins and from the yoke of bondages in Jesus name. I pray I'm a new creation in Christ in Jesus name. And as we go forward, guys, it is vitally important when we talk about deliverance to immerse yourself in the word of God, to make sure you're spending time with the Holy Spirit, to make it a priority and not an option. Make it a priority, not an option, um, because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the only way you're going to walk in that abundant life that Jesus came to give you is if you're spending time with him, with him. Because aside from him, you can do nothing. But through him, you, he can, you can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens you. So back to deliverance. So the first step is salvation. Okay, Deliverance is for you. It is for the kingdom of God. It is for the children of God. Okay, And then the second thing is repentance. When we're doing deliverance, the first thing we want to do is whatever the Holy Spirit brings to your remembrance, brings to your mind, whatever you need to repent about, because it's vitally important that repentance is a part of your everyday and a part of the process when you're doing deliverance. Because what repentance does, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is the enemy have a legal right in your life. And people don't realize that this, the book, the word of God 
is based on the law of God. Okay. We're not under the curse of the law because we're under the covenant, the blood covenant of Jesus Christ, but there are levels and there are uh, curses that come under you for disobedience. Now, there's also blessings that come over you, come to you for being obedient. So it's not all doom and gloom, but at the same time, I would just want you to be aware that repentance, it has to be a part of your daily life. It has to be a lifestyle and it has to be with godly sorrow, meaning heartfelt repentance. Um, you know, so repentance is two. Third is, I want to say forgiveness. Forgiveness is another reason why a lot of people are sick. A lot of people are carrying diseases. A lot of people, um, and you don't have to be super spiritual even to know this. The, the secular and the worldly people know that stress causes disease. So those things sometimes are caused by unforgiveness as well um, and different sins and everything that's going on. The other thing is obedience. Obedience to his word. What is God saying about his word? What is he saying about the sins, sexual sins? What is he saying about sins uh, of abuse or sins of unforgiveness and bitterness and, and all these different things? Um, so forgiveness, obedience. And then the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Three things. Submit to God. That means I'm submitting to and I'm being obeying. Resist the devil. I'm resisting the temptation to do the things that are not of God and he has to flee. He can't stay. Jesus made a point. He, he said, the enemy is coming. This is when he was talking about his walk and his death and what was going to happen to him. He said, but there is nothing in me, meaning that the enemy, when he comes, he look for things in you that identifies with him. Okay. So you have to know that repentance Deliver is a big part of deliverance and you're submitting, you're resisting. So therefore he has to flee. Okay. And then your measuring stick. What do I mean by this? I mean, measuring stick in terms of grace for other people, forgiveness for other people, um, compassion for other people, uh, loving people as you love yourself. Okay. That's huge. Love is huge. The Bible says you can have all the gifts of spirit and all the words of knowledge and you can be to have all these great things. But if you have not love, you have nothing. So walking in love is a huge part of you being able to see the manifestation and demonstration of the resurrected power of God. You have to be walking in love, people. You have to you have to just drop the charges. I'm telling you, because that unforgiveness is a big one. That's a big one. And we think we've forgiven him. Sometimes we haven't forgiven at all. We think we, because we haven't, but I'm going to give you a tip. If you know that you have been walking in unforgiveness for people, okay, no matter who it is and no matter what they do, I don't care what it was, because it's not going to get you in heaven. It's going to send you straight to hell. And I'm just being honest with you. But if you know you have been walking in that, First of all, you have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you forgive the person because you can't do it within your own self. Secondly, pray for the person. And even if you don't feel it, 
Make it a point to pray for them. I don't care if you pray for them every single day, all day, until them prayers become genuine and real and you start releasing the blessings of God on them people. And repent for any word curses or negative things that you have said about people. Because let me tell you something, and I say this in almost every video. God takes people seriously. He died for them. He take how you treat people, how you talk to people, what you think about people, the abuses that come and not even in word, but in thought. And he take that stuff very seriously. And some people wonder why they are in bondage. Because sometimes when you're releasing these word curses and you're releasing these negative words against people, it's bringing judgment on you. And you're seeing more of what you don't want to see. And, and the more you pronounce these things on other people, that's why you need to be pronouncing blessings on other people. The Bible says you need to pronounce blessing. You don't want to bring judgment on yourself. So you want to, your measuring stick, God said, well, what measure you use, it will be measured back onto you. And when I tell you that thing right there got me, I was in tears crying because I was so glad that in a certain area, I had shown so much mercy and grace upon people that when it was time for me to receive that same mercy and grace, he brought that back to my remembrance. And I just cried like a baby because God says, well, what measuring what measure you use will be measured back onto you. How much grace do you have? How much love do you have? How much forgiveness do you have? Because that measurement is going to come when it's time, when it's your turn and God is looking at you. He's going to use that same measurement. And so you want to make sure you give people the love, the compassion, and you want to give people the prayers. Speak blessed. And I, and I can tell you this personally. When I start praying for people, and even though it doesn't feel right when I first start, if I'm walking in unforgiveness, and I keep praying, and I keep praying, and I keep praying, and I just feel the release. And what we're talking about right now, this is deliverance. <laughs> because the word is going to come, before you can minister to others, the word is going to come to you first, right? So the more I pray, the more I pray. I can feel the presence of God come upon me and I'm just weeping in tears and I'm like, Lord, just bless them, bless them. And I release the anointing and I release the angels to come forth and to protect. And you really start to go into a real prayer for that individual, for those people. And you, and when you do that, what you're doing is not only you releasing yourself from the, from the bondage you're in, but now you're releasing God to be God in that situation because he said, I will be an enemy to your enemies. God will fight on your behalf. And God says, when a man's ways pleases him, it will make even his enemies at peace with him. So can you imagine you, you should have an enemy, but because God is pleased with your ways, he makes your enemies at peace with you. And I have experienced that. And then he will make them your footstool. They'll be doing stuff for you. You'll be like, this person don't even like me. They don't even know why they blessing you because they really don't like you. But this is the way he operates. This is the way the kingdom of God operates, guys. I'm telling you. So the word of God, the, the, the thing with, with this whole deliverance thing and how it works. The Bible says the enemy comes day and night and he's the accuser of the brethren. So he's in heaven accusing us day and night for the things that we have done. So based on the those accusations that he's making, the way God 
he's the judge. So God is sitting there. And we're talking about real stuff. We ain't talking about no fake stuff. Uh, he walked, you know, no, God is really sitting. He's the judge. And the, the, I'm going to get into if he... I'm going to get, in, get into the courts of heaven and how that's, that operates as well. And we're going to do some prayers, and that's going to be in another part of our series. But the courts of heaven, there are real courts. Everything on this earth is a replica of what's in heaven. The trees, the grass, the animals, the, the water, everything you see here is replicated. The real, real is heaven. This is a replication of heaven. So this is why heaven has to be more real to you than the things of this earth. The things that are unseen has to be more real than the things that are seen. Because the things that are unseen, the things that are seen was created from the unseen. God created us. So we are a replica of things in heaven. So there's a courts in heaven. There's um, um, uh, churches in heaven. There's so many different things that's in heaven, right? And here, here goes the noise again now. No noise for the last three days. And here's the noise. Every time I minister, there's noise. But I'm going on anyway. So, um, I just want to say that the measuring stick, the grace, when we're dealing with deliverance, you have to have the grace. And you have to have to sit with God God is going to teach you. The anointing will teach you. The Holy Spirit will teach you. Jesus will teach you. The angels will come and teach you. God will teach you. You have teachings. You have so many different things. We have the word of God. We have the prayers. We have um, so many different weapons to use. We put on the armor of God. There, there's so many things to do, so many levels to deliverances. But today is the foundation, which is salvation. Um, today um, is the day that I'm just laying the foundation. And I'm just letting you know that love, compassion, forgiveness, repentance, make it a part of your daily walk, guys. Make it a part of your daily walk. And in the next session, we're going to get into a little bit more in depth about deliverances. And I'm going to give you some more testimonies or some more things about what actually happened to me and the things that um, and the way that I actually do deliverances and the different levels of it in terms of um, things in your homes that may have demons attached to it that may need to be removed. Um, it's so many levels to it, I can tell you right now. But right now, it's a step-by-step process in which we're going to be teaching on this. We don't want to be overwhelmed. We don't want to be, oh my gosh, we don't want to be uh, uh, implementing fear and people, you know, this is not what this is about. This is about as a believer, you being equipped, you being ready and you being able to quench every fiery dart that is coming your way and you being able to be in a position to know and hear God and know what's in operation to set your children free, to set your siblings free, to set your loved ones free, your spouse free, yourself free, to set your um, um, people that God has assigned to your path. Um, it's, it's, it's for so many reasons, so many reasons, because the worst thing that you can do is be in a battle and not have any type of uh, tactical gear or weapons and ha not even have a clue why things are happening to you or why things. Some things, it's just a matter of being obedient. 
and being disattached from things. Sometimes God will have you remove a thing. And because we're so attached sometimes as people to material things, that's the thing that you are attached to has a, a, a demon attached to it that you, God wants you to remove it. I'm going to share that as well. I'm going to share a recent thing that God had me do. And um, I end up looking up the, uh, the thing that he had me to throw away and realize why. But before I knew why, I just did it. You know, so this is about obedience. That's deliverance. And it, and a lot of times deliverance is so simple. Sometimes the things are so simple, but we make it complicated and we make it super spooky. We make it fearful for other people that they don't want nothing to do with it. And it's not that. Deliverance should be a part of you as a born-again believer. This should be a part of you walking in your every day. Am I casting out demons every day? Absolutely not. Uh, because I went through that season as well, and I was overwhelmed and overburdened with thinking everything was a demon and didn't realize what the enemy was doing. He was taking something and twisting it and had me wore completely out. So... It's, it's a process and it's not overwhelming, but it's a gift of God because there's nothing worse than knowing that you can be set free and you're in bondage and, and all it takes is for you to do something or be obedient or just to say a, a prayer. And I just want to just say it's going to get good. It's going to get even better. So I want to end that with today and stay tuned because there will be a part two to this um, deliverance and as, as there are different levels and thank you so much for watching I appreciate your time and you guys be blessed I love you with the love of Christ and stay tuned for the second part of this broadcast plus because we will be going in a deeper uh, level of what deliverance is all about thank you so much and have a great day